0: I love the uh, I love the level of commitment from you, you guys right now.
1: Yeah, you got you got it, are, are you we're getting it. pussy later on? Is that are you on a clock, Dean? No, we're trying to drag you out of the depths of conspiracy, <laughs> and the depths of bullshit. Um, keep, keep me you we, focused. We're right. gonna do we're gonna do tinfoil hat. All right. Because you're thinking with your dick about ninety percent of the time. All right.
2: This is the XYZ podcast. I'm here with my man Dean Ira.
1: Hey there again, it's me. Hey.
2: And my man, Harry Fox.
1: What up? good <laughs> day. This is me, Christian Breaker. <laughs> the fucking boomer. Right there. <laughs> what up? What up, motherfucker? My name's Harry.
3: <laughs> I bet
1: Harry
2: has a Twitter account that he's super proud of. He's I do fo- have
0: a Twitter account, I don't connect to a comedy. Did you guys see that? I have almost
1: a thousand followers. Oh, my God. You're famous. Jesus Christ. I was you, an original wait, Twitterer. I want your opinion quick, Harry. Have you seen that girl who got famous on TikTok for saying, Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. And she was, vo- like she was wearing a Bernie shirt? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, my God. You would get such a hard-on for this girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to say it to you later. Um, <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs>
2: guys, we have some more mail. Um mailbag. Can we have the yeah. mail jingle? Yeah, do the mail jingle, dean You've got mail. Thank you very <laughs> much. <laughs> We've got mail. And this is basically how I go, correspond with um Dan nowadays. Um Dan uh Are wrote us an and, email you and, again. You
0: and Dan have like you've flipped into DMs now, basically.
2: No, no, no. This is my way
0: we don't
1: fuck groupies, Christian. Okay, okay. This is my Harry, way of responding to that <laughs> too. We don't fuck groupies. Fair enough. Harry? I've got. Are you listening? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Take notes. Well, my groupie,
0: my groupie is Mike. Hi, Mike. (laughs) All those pictures. (laughs) All those secret pictures. Today is the day. We're probably in the future by now, but when you hear this, but today is the day I went crazy posting Mike's pictures of us.
1: Why did you drop two octaves when you thought of Mike? because he oh, gets me y- on because y- y- <laughs> <laughs> he's another bald man
2: and we're connecting at a bald level Harry, Rub your little bald Harry just together. got a bit of attention for the first time in like five years exactly so. <laughs> it was great I,
0: I was touched and then I realized I thought he was really doing an awesome job photoshopping and then I realized he was grooming me because there's some website
1: where you just upload a picture and it does it automatically. I know this because my mom did the same thing with all of her profile pictures. Oh my god oh, <laughs> Mike, face on a Mike you're like so you, she went Mike's crazy. like a forty-year-old woman. <laughs> I gotta say, it seems
0: not a lot of people know these means because I got a lot of likes from on these posts already. Like clearly, wait, wait, uh,
2: anyway. when you say a lot. A lot for me, <laughs> like not many, but five. Yeah, let's see. And my mom did comment actually. <laughs> Your <laughs> mom did comment. Yeah. I, I
0: hi, hi, Dean's mom. <laughs> hey,
1: looking waiting for the day we finally line. meet. He never will.
2: Okay, so um, I'm corresponding. <laughs> <All> right, Dan, <laughs> let's get back to <laughs> Dan. Straight I'm away corris- from my mom. I'm I'm corresponding with Dan now um through this podcast and he responds via email. Um, he's pleased about the shout out. Um, shout out again to you, Dan. Thank you very much. Um, Dan's he. Cute. He has his own podcast, and it's a rather complicated um, domain name. It's Anchor FM slash Third I think Christian's getting paid for this shit.
0: He's, you're third,
1: skimming off the top here, my
0: friend. It's the Third Culture podcast. Third I think Culture. Maybe you po- find it on Spotify. I think I searched the Third Culture P- podcast.
2: Is Dan paying you? No, 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 no. no this he, is this is called uh, um, cross promotion. Why does Dan ever
1: talk to me? I don't know. I told him I learned. A lot I'm, from I'm managing
2: the the email account, on, so um, send me a send me a DM, bro. Sorry, Dan, but Dan fucked up as well because he didn't um, uh, rip into Harry much more in this email, which is quite disappointing. I was hoping for some. I don't know, is guys. R- guys, it's the x y z pod at gmail.com. Uh, please send your messages as you please, <laughs> um, and if you want to rip into Harry, feel free to do so. Um, I would be very pleased with that.
0: Sand these guys, dudes, weirdly, these guys dudes. are giving me a lot of hostility today <laughs> for reasons that I don't you came in see. hostile. I didn't come in hostile. I came in, I gave you love. I said I was in a, I had a shitty day. Being with you guys put me in a good mood. Then you fucking turned on me. What, what's happening here?
1: I think you've been watching Vampire Diaries too much. <laughs> are,
0: they, are you going to call me a conspiracy theorist now? Um,
2: yes. So I want to introduce a new segment. Okay. It's Is, called um, Harry's. But were, but were we done with Dan? oh we're done with Dan we're so done with dan um da- <laughs> da- dan dan uh Hello. we will we will talk to you a bit more hopefully in in the future and we'll we'll uh, have you on the podcast at some point but uh more importantly so um we're gonna introduce a new segment and it's called um Harry's tinfoil hat.
0: What happened? So. But we, we already introduced a new segment, Harry's Hot Tips. <laughs> yeah,
2: Harry's Hot Tips comes later, but <laughs> that, uh, apart- we, we, didn't have, we didn't have we didn't have any emails, so nobody's has, nobody e- has relationship.
1: problems.
0: relationship issues, I will totally give you bad advice.
1: Yeah, let's okay. Let's introduce both Harry's Hot Tip. If you have a relationship problem, sexual problem, anything to do with love, hate, you know, psychology, whatever, whatever it is, Harry will sort it out with you for you with ape- his hot tip. He'll just insert his hot tip into your brain and figure out your problem and give you some real life advice. <laughs> Welcome to Harry's hot tip.
2: <laughs> from the same brain comes um, Harry's <laughs> tinfoil hat. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> How's it coming
0: from my brain if I'm wearing a tinfoil hat? Because it blocks the... The brain
2: still works. What does it
0: do? It blocks the waves. man. From where? Tinfoil. From where? I don't know. From the government Wherever? man from the whichever government direction world. the five G waves. I guess.
2: <laughs> <nowadays>.
1: <laughs> I thought five G was a virus. No, like a, another <laughs> corona. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's the conspiracy right there. It gives you cancer,
3: man.
2: So, what's the latest conspiracy that you have in your mind? You, you think? Uh, how, how is the the government controlling us, Harry? Uh, it's not the latest milk,
0: milk, but it's not the government. It's the milk lobbies.
1: The milk lobbyists. Go on.
0: Yeah, let's go with milk. Look, uh, this is going to, we're causing a scandal here in Switzerland. But, okay, so the basic thing is, is what is milk? It is a juice to turn little cows into big cows fast. That's what milk does. Yes. Okay. Where does milk come from? Cows, obviously. But where does milk that we drink come from? It comes from America in the 50s. They had the beef industry was huge there. And then they had all this byproduct milk. And they were like, how the fuck do we do something with this? Let's add marketing and tell everyone that's super healthy to drink uh, got milk. Got milk? Got milk? You think yeah. they got milk can pay? And maybe, now we don't have stats on things like breast cancer going back a long time but maybe uh, sorry thinking about boobs again. things like <laughs> breast cancer could be related to <sighs>
3: consumption of, of milk. milk yeah
2: okay cool Um. now you you basically say that this comes from America so what do you say to the to the big milk culture that exists in this country with oh. cheese and
0: I say they copied America because the idea from, for selling milk okay came from America <laughs> like mass produced (laughs) milk yeah of course you guys had your milk but
2: but you know like your swiss it's it's really funny um the the swiss culture around uh cheese especially how it how it was tested over time and um we we use raw milk to make cheese this is going to be super boring for five minutes we, uh, but it's it it, it it's is like all your comedy. No, <laughs> fair enough. It, it's technically Sorry. related to the topic that we're going to talk about later on. Um, so Switzerland and France uses raw milk to produce. What
1: do you mean cheese. raw milk? Like raw milk, uncooked. Other to cheese. Sorry, like straight from the other, straight to the cheese. If you will, it goes into no, a cooling not box not first. Pasteurized, non pasteurized, non
2: pasteurized milk. In the U.S. and in England, that's illegal. Because uh, in the 60s, the time that you were just referring to, um, in the US there was a huge... Um, uh, what's the bug called that could develop? Oh, salmonella is it? Oh it, no, it was... The mad- listerine. Oh yeah, Lister, yeah. There was a huge listerine mouthwash. Listeria. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. Um, it, it was, uh, Listeria. There was a huge Listeria outbreak... And then the US uh, government um, through the FDA basically banned the production of cheese with unpasteurized milk.
1: That sounds like a little bit of hysteria. Is that why all mm. cheese is, is <laughs> orange
0: and comes in slices in America?
2: No, that's why all cheese from the United States is dog shit. <laughs> and oh, all shots fired. Shit. And, uh, it's like their
0: pizza. Shout out to our uh, However, American audience.
2: there has been movements. There have been movements in independent farms um, in around Oregon and uh, some other places. Portland a bit. Hip Portland. Speed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Portland, where um, there is fantastic cheese. But they, they're basically producing it with unpasteurized milk which is it's kind of like semi-illegal my point being what you're saying is bullshit harry we're, what was i saying is bullshit? you were you were saying that the whole thing about how switzerland copied the u.s that's exactly the point when the u.s went wrong with milk
0: no i guess what i'm saying the conspiracy theory is that it's it's not the milk itself it's the it's the marketing the mass marketing of milk like like another part of this conspiracy theory, I actually heard this from someone. It's not my own invention. Alex Jones? No. Uh, <laughs> it's actually uh, a, a yeah. woman who's studying nutrition here in Switzerland. Uh, and sh- and uh,
1: you try to fuck her. Don't lie to us. Uh,
0: I wasn't given the opportunity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that but hold you back? I mean, I was just remembering. <laughs> I kind of would have done if I'd had the opportunity. Would you
1: have? drug breast milk from her? I would have, I would have like just thrown milk all over <laughs> her
3: naked body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why does it always relate back to some woman Harry's trying to seduce? You fucking, I was telling, explaining something and you said, did I you
0: want to fuck see through
1: her? the matrix here, Harry. No,
0: uh, okay. Anyway, it's a long story, but the point, one. another thing she told me was uh, <laughs> China. So you know the <laughs> that most Chinese don't have the enzyme to digest milk? Yes, most
2: Asians don't.
0: Okay, and uh, apparently what the milk industry has been doing is exporting milk to China and basically doing massive marketing because they know that uh, if they do this long enough, they'll get like some percentage of the Chinese population will start to develop the enzyme to digest milk. So they're putting people through a lot of suffering so that their kids will be able to, Drink and eat the milk, products. but
2: they don't import milk from America. They import it from New Zealand. It and, makes no and, sense.
0: And Germany, apparently, though. Yeah,
2: that's another thing. No, no, no,
0: the, dude, you're being too. You're. That's not this. There's this some, whole thing is some, way more complicated than some, your your narrow point to point. Join the there's dots. There's some there's some like, cheesy amen-
1: holes in this theory. <laughs> so first of all, <laughs> so the the, Swiss the milk cheese of lobby
0: is... I don't global know it's a global, global conspiracy they they've they transcended nation they're like squeezing milk and cheese in everywhere that they can
2: uh, um so can i can i ask who's the who's the governing body of um the milk lobby is it like i've got no idea i have rothschild or something you rothschild. asked
0: me for a conspiracy theory and i just came up with the first one on my top of my head that, the short the only one. thing is the only where this connects to me is is uh, i did i i i um I went to see a nutritionist a while back looking at diet and one thing I got out of that experience is that I should have way less milk products. It fucks up my stomach.
1: I got one funny milk story. This is so Swiss. This is so this is the most Swiss story I've ever heard, apart from flushing money in the bank in the toilet, you know. Go on. So apparently like Swiss cheese is known for the holes in the cheese. No, only no. one. Duh. Which one's it called? Emmental. That one. The one with the holes in it, Yeah, whatever. In my mind, for the rest of the world, that's Swiss cheese, right? For Swiss, it's the cheese that they all go... Back <sighs> whatever. Anyway. The one with the holes, they were getting less and less holes, and they couldn't figure it out because it's like such an iconic thing, having holes in your cheese, right? Mm-hmm. Turns out that the holes are caused by bacteria. Yes. So were, their machinery was getting cleaner and cleaner, and therefore less and less holes. So like, no, we have to stop being so clean and efficient we got to get the holes back. So they started making it dirtier again. Very Swiss. The the same thing happened to our lakes, by the way.
2: What do you mean? So um, we had fish in our lakes. It got too clean for the fish? Got too clean for the fish. They died. What? So they had to put shit in. Uh, f- like against what so kind of shit did they put in? Oh, just right. well, just like green stuff, Some milk and stuff. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, milk. Yeah, no, just like like. Uh, tw- well, that's why they have street parade.
0: So that everyone, <laughs> 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 wait, wait, so wait, wait. everyone pisses <laughs> in the everyone lake. Alright, let lake. me let me let me explain what just happened. There. So, if you want things that smell of fish, or you want a lot of holes, you need dirtiness. That's <laughs> that's what.
1: I'm
3: up <laughs> <all of> to. <laughs> <laughs> why?
1: Why does that not surprise me? Uh, I'm just, that? I'm just, I'm just drawing the common connection between Harry's, these Harry's two, two hygiene stories. hygiene is like on a bit low. He's, like, he's justifying his dirty, smelly dick. That's what. It's yeah. 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 When did you shower last? <laughs> <laughs> why does it smell like cheese? <laughs> I was chlorinated. <laughs> One of your fucking jokes about yeah, my the crackers.
2: Because I jumped you in. No, it goes well with
1: cheese that. crackers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: disgusting. Uh,
2: I was just thinking about you scraping the white shit away. Uh, <laughs>
1: but you know, in, in Mike, German, Mike, in the when tr- you see his dick, the, <laughs> the crackers
0: and cheese—the uh, uh. German translation, because I've done it now as German comedy bit—I used zwieback instead of crackers. Oh god! <laughs> oh no! Because cheese goes really well. Käse passt wirklich gut zum zwieback. hmm And that gross out a crowd as well. It's disgusting. Bit. That's the
1: point, right, Harry?
2: That uh, is the point. All right, what are we doing today, Christian? Okay, so today I want to talk about
1: food. All right, we're having a food podcast. We're having
2: a foodie podcast, motherfuckers. That's we're super middle aged. Do um, you think
1: you're? Are you consider? Do you consider yourself a foodie, Christian? No, because I would be a twat. What do you mean? Are you saying all foodies are twats? To an extent, a I mean, sorry shout out w- to we you. all.
2: You fucking pot. <laughs> We're getting a little foodie all, shame, yeah, of we're, we're we're shame. We're with all humans. We all like to eat. I I know very few people that
1: actually don't like to eat. Um like bulimic people? What are you what are you trying to say here?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So Most I, I so <laughs> I, I met a
2: guy being came from. I met mean, a shit. <laughs> I, I met a guy that specifically said food is just sustenance. So if he could have it in like a beige shake, yeah, he would do it. And that there's there. I know that there is companies that do that stuff now, and then people think about it that way. But in my experience, most people actually enjoy food. Now, my big question today is: Do you like making food?
1: I like I like cooking. Cooking's fun. Me too. I now, use it as a, the, the, a flirtatious device. Thank you. We we're gonna well, get you there. Go, Hey, bitch, go clean, go make me some no, food. No, Harry, I'm <laughs> not <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> I like bringing girls over and making some delicious food. I got some signature dishes. What, tell us your signature
2: No, 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 don't yet. Don't uh, yet. Oh, we go, oh, we go, oh. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. The reason why I'm bringing up this topic is um, in my mind, Harry, you grew up with uh, uh, a diet of um, stones and shallow. cooked potatoes (laughs) and (laughs) And Playboy magazine and (laughs) Dean grew up in a country where anything that walks would be eaten Um, the meat culture in South Africa is fucking insane Um, and you get like heaps of A grade veggies too Um, I grew up in a country that's kind of like neither but but we eat a lot of cheese I guess yeah (laughs) Um, and quite quite heavy food um, but it's also interesting to me like uh from a generational perspective how attitudes changed um for uh in food. So let's dig in. Your first experience with, with uh with cooking, Dean. When, when when did you start
1: when did you start cooking yourself? Uh this reminds me of a good story about my mom. She was a... Don't old stories remind you of a story of your mom? Uh, and stop it's reminding me
0: thing. of your mom. Don't That's ever
1: think about my mom, Harry, please. It's just... Uh, anyway. I'm trying not to. <laughs> my mom was leader, leader of the household, domination woman. She was a power woman. Uh, maybe a bit old school in terms of her role in the house. But she was like... She was the one who cooked most of the time. Even though my dad liked cooking, he would do it like every now and then. And he would cook something special. And it was always like some kind of like exquisite dish but my mom provided sustenance for the house right and my mom also cooked me oh she made me lunches for school excuse me burped <laughs> uh, i am human fuck off Dean's uh, body is just checking out right now yeah so. my lover is like oh, i'll see you later <laughs> no so like my mom will make me lunches um, and I remember as a kid getting the best lunches, right? My mom would, like, leave me little notes in my thing, and I'd get, like, sweets and, like, a nice sandwich. And then, like, at some point, she's, my mom started falling out of love for me and just seeing me as a pure burden. So, like, the lunches oh, in God. high school were literally... What the fuck? It was the thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She became unhappy with me later on in life. You know how it goes. But my lunches in high school, I would get, like, two pieces of bread and i swear to god she could make this lunch within three seconds max she would put two pieces of bread she would slap some mayonnaise on there slap a piece of ham put the thing on and wrap it like she could have worked at mcdonald's she would have been like the fastest burger wrapper in the in the restaurant right i remember getting it and like it was so quickly packed and made like i'm grateful my mom made me food don't get me wrong right i love my mom but it was so fast that I would open it up. Half the bread was dry because there was no mayonnaise on the one side, and the other side was just like soggy and gross because she had literally just kind of slapped it on and this wrapped it the and it off. the saddest story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but wait, and wait, And my wait. friends would be like, "Dude, your mom does not love you anymore. Like, if wait, this is wait, what she's wait, giving wait.
0: you. You should leave." I'm <laughs> about to blow Dean's mind. You see, you made it about you, didn't it? it's you made it like it must be something i'm doing right. look
1: let's not dive into the psychological issues i have analyzed the situation i know no, where no, the root let's. i know where the root comes from and that's not something i want to talk about
0: no, the root divorce came, hey. the root <laughs> came from the milkman who
2: was showing up
0: um,
1: for sh-
2: for our australian friends the root here actually means the source not fucking yeah, the root cause.
3: Like we didn't source. have milkman, Harry. Your
1: theories you, got holes whatever in it. You, like what, what did
0: your mum's life change? Did she have somewhere? Did she start working? She had to rush somewhere? My mom was she always had, working. She's, she's always had to rush somewhere. A new man in her life.
1: I don't know. See, Harry, this is what I was saying. I did not want to talk about this part. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gave okay. you a fucking warning. You did not read into it. Put your tinfoil hat on. Fuck uh, off. <laughs> you, yeah, but that's what kids
2: do. They make it always about themselves. Of that's course they it. do. But what, so what was your experience then with, uh, with, with cooking, Harry?
0: Oh, um, well, I mean, on the one hand, like, like the potatoes and stones. Actually, like the food we had when I was young, my mom was always cooking German stuff. So she, cause oh, she, she kept it on. She was German. Yeah, right? yeah. No, she was English, but she learned to cook in Germany, and so that, I was eating like fricadellen in England. oh my god so she she made them herself (laughs) wait she was
1: making kebab (laughs) basically yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean isn't that german food i don't know no fricadellen
0: is is a very german thing it's it's basically like a burger with onions and all kinds of
2: shit all sorts of crazy shit it's basically this the scrapings of a butcher's (laughs) Floor, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, and then yeah. you chuck it into a patty, and that's what it is. Blend it together yeah. to make the bones. You don't want to know all. how the is made. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I grew up with a lot of
0: German food, a lot of meat, a lot of stuff that is totally inappropriate for modern living. Uh, first cooking I did was I got uh, actually I think my mum gave me this book Grub on a Grant. So Grub is a English word I guess everyone gets for for food, and Grant it was you. Uh, you got a, a loan from the government. No, no, it wasn't even a loan. You got given money by the government to pay for your living expenses. So when you went to uni? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Bef- in the, I mean, this yeah, in was the good old days, when uni was days. free
2: and you got money from the government to go to uni. Never exactly, heard of it. Exactly. Never heard of it. So, uh, <laughs>
0: this so is I, a generational gap. So, I here. had this book and then we... Yeah, it was, it was actually super cool. It was really simple meals that you could whip up. I was pretty good at spaghetti bolognese. I would make one probably not at all. It, it wasn't really spaghetti
2: bolognese. I'd just chuck in
0: all kinds of shit. Chili con carne. I'd make a lot of those.
2: So but what you're telling us is basically you learned how to cook with tinned food. <laughs>
0: kind of yeah I mean that some
1: that's fresh very stuff. British actually. there's some yeah. fresh stuff
0: uh, yeah, during it was...
1: the war we used to cook with baked beans yeah I was
2: just wondering when the baked beans and to- toast kicks in it's like that's my first meal that I cooked it up
0: bangers
1: beans and mash man yes man
0: but that was definitely something coming to Switzerland the, the adding a green to my diet mm. because I mean my diet has got a lot better since I came to this country it's like it, it, the English live off dead things like <laughs> things that have things that <laughs> cease to be because alive potatoes old. cooked to mud
2: and then yeah yeah yeah
0: baked beans yeah of course so
2: i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with this in um in Switzerland, um in <laughs> no that's fine okay. um in in switzerland we, we got
1: church bells ringing it's it's quarter. someone's gonna get 20 married. past six for yeah. some reason that's yeah it's the, the weekend bells. now yeah this yeah. is when everyone's allowed to stop working exactly Everyone, proceed home and start cooking cooking.
2: (laughs) (laughs) for your husband. 7 p.m., dinner needs to be ready. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Welcome to Switzerland. In Switzerland, uh, when you go to school, like 7th grade to ninth grade, you go to cooking school. Okay. This is like the carrot boot camp. No, it's not like the carrot
1: boot camp. It's something, but it comes from that tradition. (laughs) This doesn't make sense, though. You're saying from seventh to ninth grade you have like cooking lessons. Now you do. Then Be- why the fuck why the fuck <coughs> are people so bad at cooking stuff in Switzerland? Oh. You ever heard of the word oh, Swiss shit. You ever heard of the word Swiss cuisine? You ever heard of a Swiss like you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. There's like world famous uh-huh. cuisines out there. Swiss cuisine is not something I've ever heard come out of somebody's mouth before. Have you heard Fondue? That is not food, bro. What is it, then? <laughs> Melted fucking cheese and bread is congestion. <laughs> that shit is an excuse. That's e- like... The thing is, this is... Okay, wait. Sorry, dude. Let me... Can I, I'm just going to jump Go into in on. Switzerland here. Because this pisses me off, man. This is the one thing that makes me mad. Is like in most countries, we have like working class food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? South Africa, we have this stuff called Pup, which is like basically like flour mixed with something. I don't know. The working class, lowest of low people eat this shit and it sustains you the whole fucking day. You go to work in a mine, you're eating pup. Yeah, that's you know, called bread over here, mate. No, listen, it's not the same because they like, we'll fucking eat a ton of that. And it's just sustenance. Japan, for example, they have stuff called ramen, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Ramen's like, it's cheap, it's considered working man food, fills you up, gives you sustenance, right? America's french fries no, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, i don't know what it is yeah. in america Macadese. Yeah. yeah but here like switzerland's so far beyond having a working class <laughs> and hard labor that like the the food that used to be considered working class food is now super expensive cuisine fine dining oh yeah fine fine like you go thing. out Wait, but like farmers like look at this farmers used to eat cheese and potatoes right they were working class people Now you have to go to a restaurant and pay, like, exorbitant prices to eat cheese and fucking potatoes. The cheapest shit you can get. Are you talking about Arashti, like uh, hash browns? Exactly. It's all potatoes and cheese. It used to be working class food, but now they don't need it anymore. They have to make an excuse for it to make it, you know, they charge a lot of money for that shit. It's like like this. It's like hypocritical. Like in South Africa, if I go to a restaurant and I pay more than fucking a franc for some pop, I'm being ripped off. It's daylight (laughs) robbery. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think I mean you're 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 kind of right. I mean Christian is going to bail in in a second, but <laughs> the thing is also I mean Zurich's fucking expensive for any restaurant. But if you go to, you're not far from the I think it's called the White Cross Weiser Kreuz at uh, Bellevue, and that's a traditional restaurant. You can get good rosti in there during the day. You get a rosti for like eleven francs, which for for Zurich in the right at Bellevue is miraculous.
1: That's fucking potatoes, bro. Yeah, eleven francs for a dish of potatoes. No, but I, I tell you, I tell you what
2: kind of work goes into this. I grew up on a potato farm, so
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course you did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm um, gonna call you Spud from now on. <laughs> you gotta
2: grate those potatoes. That's a fuck. Oh my word. God. Man, fuck! I uh, when I was sixteen. I worked on that potato farm in the processing plant. So there was like, uh, we, we had to go and dig them out of the fucking ground and then you have to process them, you have to peel them. You're a so potato pig. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was peeling potatoes for three years when I was in my teens. You're
1: probably wow. getting paid more than anyone else out there.
2: I got, I got a good salary. It was decent.
0: Yeah, Point I mean, I, that, That's one thing I've learned. Is there anything that involved Swiss people doing things with their hand? means you can add five francs right there. <laughs> 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 that immediate price hike of five francs. Including like a You can buy a carrot, up. but if you buy the chopped carrots in co-op that but come in a But why would you? Oh, yeah, but still, it's the price hike is five francs for that because
2: a Swiss person chopped that
0: carrot. Okay, fair machined enough. machined
2: But l- let me explain to you how uh, cooking school works because I, I find this fascinating. Um, so you You are basically put into into one of those massive kitchens that has like four or five cooking stations and then you're getting put into groups and um you rock up at like ten a m on a friday that that was my shift um and you would go there and then there's this teacher and she would explain to you the recipe and every single kid in Switzerland would learn to cook from the same cookbook it's called Tip top. Yeah, we've got that at home
0: too.
1: Tip top. Tip top. Is that where it comes from? <laughs> That's. Ex- is that the origin No, no, tip it's, top. A, it's a pun. Tip it's actually. Top. I get top. A, But maybe it comes from that. No, it's a pun. It's a kind of food. Tip top. Yow yow. It's a pun on the world, tip top. No way. Yeah, it totally is. History lesson one on one with yeah. Christian Breaker. So. And this comes our new segment. A lesson from history. A lesson from history. It's really basic stuff.
2: Um, it's like toad in a hole and all that sort of shite. Uh, like basic foods that you get, um, the carbonara's and all that. You can't just say toad. Wait, you
1: can't just say Harry. You, hey, you can't just say toad in a hole and move on from that. No, Harry
2: knows what I'm talking. about. I know about. what
0: toad. In what is it? Wait, wait, I just gotta ask something. We'll come to toad in because I got. It can say something about the English cuisine as well. But what's that fucking Swiss invented curry? This. uh Rikasimir it's ho- oh rice it's
2: cashmere yes it's dog shit
1: <laughs> they put cashmere sweaters in rice
2: no okay so the Swiss interpretation of a curry <laughs> is horrific so it's overcooked rice and then um, it's a yellow a yellow curry that's made of a very basic curry that you can buy at every supermarket and overcooked chicken and in order to make it exotic Yeah, well, you put some of that on top of it. Um, And the the way to make it exotic is you open a tin of, um, like, pineapple and cherries. (laughs) And then you you chuck that on top, and that makes it exotic. And Swiss people swear by it. It's fucking horrific.
0: And and so, so my guess at how this began is that sometime in the 60s, someone's like, someone went to India, came back and go, oh, I can make curry and then it became the when you when you wanted something exotic to eat that wasn't rusty you did this <laughs> casimir like rush yeah.
2: but but it's also someone that came back from India and then forgot all everything the rules and the recipe yeah, yeah everything he lately. basically tried to reconstruct with the shit that he could find at migro um <laughs> and, 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 and it became that's a what we national ed- dish it became a national dish it's horrendous that reflects the state of Swiss oh. cooking. No, I, I agree on that part. It's pretty bad. It, I mean, and eating it,
0: it, it's sweet and curry-ish. and then you eat this, and then your body goes into a state of shock. Like, dude, do I really have to digest this now? <laughs> yeah, and you need a because sleep.
1: they put in cream. <laughs> your yeah. liver, your liver's like,
0: why am I yellow? I don't understand. <laughs> and then you just gotta like have a power nap, basically. To, it,
2: oh man. But yeah, it would be exactly that type of food that we would learn to cook. Yeah, um, chip top. Was was food an important thing in in your homes in general? Would you have like dinners as a family and stuff?
1: Um, for me, yeah, my family tried to keep the family tradition alive because yeah. we're all growing further and further apart. <laughs> uh, so we'd have like a dinner time, breakfast. It was great. Yeah, like what my mom was the same. It was like. Yeah. Got to have the meals at these times. But she in terms of, today. yeah, in terms of culture, though, like we don't have very much shared meals. Like I know, like Asian culture, like Koreans, they eat like dishes all together. Yeah, you kind of have like little dishes. Everyone, everyone shares and takes from the same thing. But We are like, "Here's your food. Here's your food." You get your plate and you yeah. sit down on the table. Yeah, but because, gets oh, okay,
2: fashion. so uh, South Africa is actually quite fascinating. I was uh, alluding to the meat culture. Can you explain that a little bit, Dean? Because I, I find this insane. When you go to a steakhouse in South Africa, the list of animals. South Africa. So, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the list of dead animals that are shown in a
1: steakhouse is flabbergasting. It's like visiting the, the Natural History Museum. <laughs> totally, There's man. It's a list of extinct animals on, on the thing. Yeah, no, we have a very strong um, meat culture because, you know, we're hunters. We're survivors, man. Um, I actually, you know what? retrospectively, after coming here, because we do not eat much meat here at all. No, like, meat it's here is expensive. Bloody expensive. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not part of the culture. My body has done so much better not eating as much meat. When I go back... Oh, I'm for like, real? Yeah, for real. I go back home and I'm like, you guys eat so much fucking meat, you have to stop. Like, get some fruit and veg. Doubt so gout as, is eat kind eat of a like a common salad.
2: disease? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think because like, we have so much land and so much natural resource there that, Meat's like cheap, you know, mm. it's easy to produce and, and get beef and stuff. Same in Germany, actually, but it's also tied into the culture a bit. I remember telling you guys about Labola, so like cattle farming is quite a Oh, yeah, thing, you know, but
2: um, can can you explain for the uninitiated what Biltong is?
1: Oh, Biltong, yeah, man. Okay, so Biltong is an Afrikaans uh tradition, and Afrikaans are like uh, basically they have Dutch ancestry, so what they do is um, they'll cut some raw beef off of a cow and then pretty much like hang and dry it but they've you know they've given it spices and stuff Uh, so then when it's dried they cut it up and serve it and it's like beef jerky but beef jerky is an excuse that Americans have it's a bullshit thing biltong is the real deal right oh yeah. and like you have so many variants and they are all got like flavors like they often put Indian curry in it or like spicy ones Uh, vinegar and like but then it will come from strange animals like the kudu there's mm-hmm. like a giant buck there, so like I think I think throughout history the Afrikaans people would hunt uh a buck and then cut it up and hang it to dry and then eat that. It's a great fucking snack man it's incredible, and you, you g- have to do it before you, you get
2: die. it as a starter so if you if you've <laughs> if you've ever been <laughs> the, to the South starting Africa, dish is a meat dish <laughs> the starting <laughs> dish is a a heavy yeah heavy iron heavy meat dish, and then you order steak. <laughs> um and you go by like oh no i'm having springbok and oh yeah that canoe looks quite all right
1: like it yeah man it's insane you know, it's crazy they make lion built on they have yeah. fucking crocodile uh, i saw on, elephant I built on elephant built on. you can cut anything up dry it up they have uh <laughs> can you get
0: can you get this in zurich anyway?
1: yeah you can um
2: there there is one place that sells it but it's not as uh, on point, like uh, oh wait, as you're getting and a
0: tiny way. portion. And yeah. yeah, and
2: okay. and there is a great shop in London. Oh, this is, th- this is what I was hoping for. It goes super middle class real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, where can I get that? Oh my <laughs> god, in London I have. A yeah, 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 I don't yeah. want to actually
0: go to where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I want to find alternative. Um, what what struck me though, I was working with a guy from South Africa for a couple of years, and he figured out that meat in switzerland is expensive and all that sort of stuff and built it can't be found so he started making his own it's the most south african thing ever yeah. he just found an old fridge and then he um, put some holes on the top of the fridge and uh, on the bottom and inside he put like a little um, uh, a little fan and uh, a, a bulb that would keep it all warm and then he would hang the meat in there so it would have a constant temperature and an airflow so he would dry the meat himself, and at work we could place orders. Wow. No way, dude! Yeah, yeah. It was nice. fucking nice. incredible. It was so good. Is he still here? Can yeah, he still right he's still around. He's still around. And he would he would make like five kilos every two weeks, and then there would be a raffle at work. He's like, "Okay, you're getting half a kilo. You're getting
3: a kilo, whatever." <laughs> wow, fucking incredible!
1: Yeah. yeah, dude, the the best bill song I ever had. Um, if you ever got if you guys ever go to Johannesburg, there's a restaurant called Tribes in Bucksburg. Uh, I don't think anyone here, I, d- I hope nobody here actually finds himself in Boxburg. <laughs> <laughs> but if you Boxburg do. Boxburg in the house. In the house, Dude,
0: Dude this is a, what we can do with this podcast. We can make we can make Boxburg Famous. a massive tourist attraction for South oh Africa. We God. can change. Why? By the, by the five people that are listening? <laughs> uh, One day, man. One day. One There'll day. All these, One day. All our, I would w- not wish Boxburg were my worst enemy. All our 10 Australian listeners will go to Boxburg.
2: The thing is, though, it, it's more like the other way around. Like Most South Africans go to Australia and then stay there, especially if they're white. So um, wait, <laughs> this,
1: this restaurant is called Tribes. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite a fancy one. Um, and I, every time I go back, I go there and I order a kilogram of either beef or pork ribs. And a I kilogram, s- a kilogram, all to myself, and I just stuff my face with these ribs. And guess how much it costs me every time I go there? For I know the American dollar and Swiss franc are closely linked. Yeah. So you can get the about the same, yeah. Eight francs for this kilogram, and it's Holy fucking shit. next level. <laughs> I go there, I bring my whole family. I'm like, you guys, I'm treating you guys tonight. I got, I got twenty francs. So you're all having whatever the hell you want. <laughs> but
2: what about yourself cooking though? You said. You're cooking yourself now. Um,
1: how is that going for you? Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I cook for myself a lot, actually. I mean, how really did, I did you learn? How did you learn to cook? Well, at some point, I moved out of the house. Uh, I mean, I would cook at home sometimes, I guess. And then I became a student bachelor. And I would just like learn to cook from there. I started with the egg. So I,
2: did, <laughs> did you did you teach
1: yourself or did you watch a lot of Jamie Oliver? Or? For me, what came first, the chicken or the egg? It was the egg. I would just fry eggs, <laughs> eat a lot of eggs. What's <laughs> it?
0: But what's what's the dish you cook that you're most proud of? Like the one you go like, fuck yeah.
1: Actually, iron Yeah, ironically, um, there's two of them. One of them is a Jamie Oliver recipe. It's like chicken breasts. I put you soak it in. A uh, lemon, and you put some herbs in there as well. You leave it overnight. You, it's kind of oh, soaks, wow. and you like cook these chicken
0: breasts. Oh, you soak it in the fridge, or right. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: And then the one that I, I, I only cook for the girls I like is some traditional Japanese ramen. I'm pretty good at that. Nice. So, do ladies, you do no,
0: If he gives you the ramen, that's a good sign. Ladies,
1: if I'm cooking you the ramen, <laughs> we could get married. Like that <laughs> is. Do you do the pickled eggs? Yeah. Six, nice. exactly six minutes boil in egg, six minutes exact take egg? It's well, no it's deli- like it's, it's soft inside, but the outside's hard, so you cut it, and then all the yolk like runs over the ramen and no, that's cool but right? but you don't like. you don't pickle it then
2: you don't put it in in like uh vinegar vinegar Japanese vinegar i do
1: the the, the standard just way. the standard one the okay. working class way yeah. Mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah, yeah, that's where I come from, <laughs> not bad, not bad let <laughs> me do you want do you want to hear the recipe real quick? Go yeah, on. yeah, that's we're all about the recipes. Okay, if you're in Zurich, uh, Yumi Hana, they're by Bahnhofstrasse. They sell like a pre-packaged ramen noodles. So like they're really good fucking noodles and they do come with that broth as well. So I boil the... I start boi- boiling the broth, add a bunch of soy sauce in there. Um, so like a very good timing thing. Then I cook chicken on the side with a lot of soy sauce in the chicken as well. Mm-hmm. And then I boil some eggs for exactly six minutes. Um, and then... The ramen noodles you have to cook for exactly three minutes so try and like time it all perfectly it's all very timed yeah yeah and then i'll put it in a big bowl uh you add some butter in the in the broth with the noodles as well then i like slice up the chicken with my samurai sword and just like, kind of like, lay it on top then i'll cut the egg and like let the yolk run over there put some sesame seeds and some like spring onion yeah and
2: then your rock hard and then I'm
1: yeah, and then I hopefully get laid.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> did Did you ever cook for someone, Harry, that you wanted to fuck? Uh, well, yeah, but it name?
0: was mostly in long re- long-term relationships. It wasn't a direct relationship. Oh, you you never used it as cooking.
2: an aphrodisiac to kind of get going on a on a date that you have been following. Hmm.
1: Harry has Lombo a lot enough. of alternatives no. to aphrodisiacs.
3: Kinda... Not
0: really, not that. All right. No, let me first start with a little bit of national pride. Uh, England has a very bad reputation for its own cuisine. Wait, it. wait, wait, wait.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we take a stop? All right. Sorry. Are we back? We're back. We're
0: back. We had a thunderstorm. There was things falling on the roof. Now we're back. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a little story about England because England has a reputation for shitty cuisine, like fish and chips. Yeah, all you got is fish and chips and baked beans.
1: That's amazing. Still better than Switzerland. Hey, I fuck love. you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Fondue, bro. Fondue of fish and chips.
0: So here's.
1: I'm, I... I'm standing up for you, Harry.
0: Fondue I wouldn't do because...
1: Fondue or fish and chips? The,
0: the problem I have with fondue... Or both. Fondue <gasps> should be ate at lunchtime, not in the evening. Because every time I have fondue in the evening, uh, I wake up at three in the morning with some fucking nightmare fucking about... Fucking point proven. A Christian. monster chasing me because all that cheese is in my intestines. It's
2: a thing. Um, sweating. Cheese cheese streams are totally a thing. A what? Fucking, it's yeah, a freaking it's
1: nightmare. It's, it's, it's totally totally like take consider this food <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious i stood up for you i thought you'd be i thought you'd appreciate but it but tell us, tell you. us about your shithole
2: country food. harry um
1: all right we let got him
0: let him let him do it shitty reputation but there's one thought one idea that blew my mind i heard this some years ago while i was still living in england there was a guy who was a, a food historian uh i think it was on bbc4 which is uh the the clever radio station and what he said is that basically what killed so basically like cooking in in england was at the same level as it is in france which makes sense because britain and france have
2: what year are we
1: talking uh
0: before the industrial revolution so before 1850 or something
1: How, how old were you then harry
0: i was not i was i was like seven I wasn't even sperm in anybody's balls at that point. I was like, <laughs> there was some generational ball sperm to make me <laughs> happen at that point. No, so like France and England were invading each other for, for hundreds of years. So there was a lot of the people... It was
2: the longest will-they-won't-they they story yeah. in, in,
0: in history. So it makes some sense that they'd kind of have a similar cuisine. There's a lot of the same people involved. Uh, and then along comes the industrial revolution and in literally one generation you have all these kind of people who are living kind of farming lifestyles their kids moved to cities to get jobs in factories and they moved at an age where they didn't learn cooking from their parents and basically in one generation it killed british cuisine that said you can still find some of these old recipes if you dig and some of the 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 one place where it lives on a little bit is in the English uh, Sunday lunch. That's the one place where there's still a little bit of effort. The roast. Yeah, but you could. You, there, there are places that get elaborate with their roasts. I mean, I grew up with my grandmother. I never experienced that. She didn't know how to cook, and She just served this dry, dry meat
1: for lunch with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> 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 um it reminds me a lot of my grand i think she was quite influenced by british cooking she would serve like rhubarb which is such oh a, my god a yeah
0: yeah. yeah there Roo- was rubarb. a rhubarb rhubarb and custard
1: rhubarb
0: Roo- rhubarb Roo-
2: that's delicious though
0: yeah it is i mean the but that gives you a, that was like one of these like leftovers from when the english could cook luckily we got saved by
1: by india by
0: india <laughs> 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 so we went and fucked up that country and then they all came to england and, showed. and cooked proper food and now and now and and the one thing that still annoys me of living in switzerland is like when you go to a restaurant and they say uh and you're like give me your fucking hottest shit because it's mm-hmm. still not hot like like i went to as a student i was living around london there's a there's a place around Wembley stadium if you want real indian food there's like various streets there where you you go into a restaurant you sit on garden chairs plastic tables but you get some of the best food and and it's at a, a heat level that you want to cry and beg that your mum comes it and it burns sorry. three times yeah you're sweating when your you eat it when you
2: digest it Oh, uh, you yeah. poop it up. Oh God! I mean, the you Ring you of Fire,
0: hand, motherfucker! Handstands <laughs> in the shower. Mm. If you want a safer experience, go down Brick Lane. That's more like tourist Indian food. But uh,
2: I, I went to a Pakistani place there um, called Lahore.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I highly
2: you? recommend it. It is it is great. It's a BYO joint.
1: And the,
2: um, bring your own. Oh, you bring have your own condoms. What the bring fuck? your own alcohol. Uh, and um, whore. The, the restaurant owes the bottle shop downstairs. So you go there, you buy a six-pack, you go up and you what's have... A,
1: s- what's a bull shop? A bottle shop. Oh, a bottle. There's a bull. An off-license. An, oh, yeah, an English off-license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> off-license. Um, Sounds like a bunch of gangsters, man. You, you buy
2: a six-pack, you go up, you get lamb chops, and you're only served by men. With long beards in dishdashes, and <laughs> it has it has the charm of Saddam Hussein's living room. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. It's great, and it's just like this hall filled with Americans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Filled with all walks of life. It's incredible. It's kind of like where everyone comes together. Like the the most the most rich banker and the guy from the street is still in his in in his um high-vis vest or whatever, he would walk in and th- they would have lamb chops together and crack a bunch of tinnies. It's a sausage fest, to be honest, but it's fucking fantastic. There are
0: some great the places to eat. places like that to eat. One of, one of the places I used to love as a student because you could get like a meal for three quid, that's three pounds, is uh, a place co- in Chinatown in London called Wonky's. And in Wonky's, it's like five levels uh, in this building you go in with like a group of I don't know, like four. You're with your friends. You come in and the 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 service, the waiter will go, you two upstairs. You two sit there, and if you fuck with them, you will either be served like the like some some animal that you don't want to eat, rat, a pangolin, and you'll be made to wait for that rat. So <laughs> they're famous. They're famous at Wonkies for having the rudest stuff and in England people go there just for the rudeness. Just, just for the abuse. <laughs> yeah. That's also a very English trait. <laughs> exactly. Let's
2: go and get abused tonight. Like
0: what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 That's but, funny. But Wonkies, I think it's W O N G K uh, Space K E I. Go check out Wonkies if you're in <laughs> London. <laughs> it's great. Ah, oh, this is brilliant. Um
2: so uh what cooking
0: let's get back to cooking
2: yeah so um when you you now have a family and um you have to cook for your children has it changed your attitude to cooking in any shape or form i mean what dean was
0: describing actually nailed it like the dad was claiming these exquisite exquisite like careful meals and the mum is providing sustenance and i'm stuck between that because most of the time i provide sustenance and when you do when you have to put food on the table like st- seven days a week it just kills your desire for cooking which is a shame because i love cooking mm. so that's kind of the hole i'm in right now but like so now i
1: just reserve it to national holidays <laughs> yeah Can Wait. we go back quickly to the the bad service restaurant Wonkies? Wonkies. so like they're they're kind of known for their bad service right yeah they're, they're in they've lent th- into that yeah i mean it's not
0: super known like the tourists don't know about it usually now now we've
1: leaked it on this podcast of course the whole Mm. world now you know it's going to be packed up but uh there's (laughs) a kind of an unrelated story there's a hotel in amsterdam and it's a hostel and they're super shitty and they've gotten so many bad reviews that they just lent into that so now they're known for the bad hospitality it's like the worst so one of their marketing campaigns they had they would go around the city and they would find dog shit on the floor and they would put a little flag in it with the hotel name so it's like and then like the tagline is like come stay at a hotel we have similar service there that's <laughs> fucking fantastic and they've created like a, a tourism a brand around from it yeah and they got bed bugs it's the it's fucking
2: like worst cartman uh, creating that action park in South Park where um no one can go mm-hmm. do you remember this episode no so um in south park cartman buys um an action park that's out of work <laughs> and then he makes a TV advert because he's annoyed about standing in line, and he makes an advert. is like, "This is the greatest action park in the world, and you can't go." And then suddenly there's a line in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but
0: it, I mean, the thing, the thing is like another London story is like I learned to ride motorbike in London. I did this intensive course. It was, and it was like a a week. Uh, the instructor, my instructor, was a former uh, army sniper who'd fallen down a cliff. And had fucked himself up, so he had the shakes. He couldn't hold the gun anymore, so he would become a motorbike instructor. That's and safe, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, safe, yeah. So he's a big army-looking dude. He's he's gone. He's turned fat now, but now he's a motorbike instructor. And and so we were driving around London, uh, and, and you'd have like a group of six, and and it was I think j- February. It was fucking cold and then we'd stop at these greasy spoons. Now, this is a key term in London. A greasy spoon is a, is a real place to get food in London, and it, the term greasy spoon comes from the fact that the spoons, after being washed, still have grease on them. Uh-huh. And from the I fucking heroin. loved it, because it was at the time where Starbucks and all this kind of friendly customer service was, was becoming popular. So everywhere you go, it's like, how are you, sir? Can I, what, can I take your order? And and for me, it's like fundamentally like, who the fuck are you and why are you being so nice? <laughs> and you go to these greasy Which spoons and they are fantastic. There is just like, the place is just filled with misery. And <laughs> it's so authentic and honest. Because you go in there and it's just like, you get bubble and squeak is a dish. I think I forgot, it's mushrooms and fuck i don't know what the bubble is anymore it's like more unhealthy shit but you get english breakfast you get like stuff that has been (laughs) drowned in oil served by people who who are alcoholics and are miserable and it's fantastic it's just like this is real not this fucking awful starbucks can i take your name and write it on this cup (laughs) and yeah
1: did they ever fuck up your name on the, the starbucks cups
0: uh, yeah, because I tend to mumble my name. I go, "I'm I'm Harry," and they go, "What?" You're like Harry, I'm like, "Oh, I like Harry Potter," uh. which is a fucking, it's like yeah. self abuse. And they n- like,
2: they never fuck up Christian's name, right? Oh, they did. Um, there is a a coffee shop, and they wrote the name, and th- that was in London as well. They wrote down. They couldn't understand what I was saying. Apparently um my pronunciation in English is that bad. Christian. Christian. And they wrote down Guy in quilt jacket. <laughs> uh, <yeah.
1: laughs> That's nice. a lot of writing Accurate. on a Starbucks cup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I when I go to Starbucks here, like the word the name Dean is not a thing that they can like Swiss German people know or people who work at Starbucks are educated enough to, to know. Right, so like Dion. If you said Dion, like they might get it. Or you become Dion. Like yeah, Dion or Dion, but the spelling with Dion and Dean is the same. But like, I just give them a fake name. Like I'm going. What's your fake name? Going? My my usual one is Abraham. I'm Abraham.
3: (laughs) Abraham Lincoln. You know, (laughs) if they (laughs) ask.
1: But then they write Abraham, you know. Like, Abraham, that's a, that's a, a good strategy because everyone gets
0: a bit nervous around the whole. George thing. Lucas, God damn it. A hint of Jewishness <laughs> <laughs> makes people serve things well. <laughs> I think we, you might need to edit this bit. I'm getting, the Jewish lobby might come down hard on us. <laughs>
3: so
1: now leave it in. Leave take it a in note, Christian.
0: but maybe leave, leave it in. in. You can think about it. We got. I was listening to some former podcasts, and there are these segments we We should totally edit this out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, left yeah, it yeah. in.
2: <laughs> That's so, great. We can learn
1: to beep stuff as well.
2: Some of the. I I, I do edit. Beep stuff out that could get us into prison. But um,
1: what? actually, can I just say? Can I just say, Chris? Seriously, we could have gone to prison. No, something. I'm joking. Okay, maybe Harry. Well, this Harry was, would have been cancelled. Uh, Harry would be cancelled. If then, Harry then. gets cancelled, we get cancelled. You realize that, right?
2: And we would have to find someone else to do now the podcast
1: with. In, yeah, we have to find. Where are another you going to find ball. someone as
0: politically incorrect as me? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, very uh, this is, this is <laughs> Zurich. I
1: just go to the neighbor. <laughs> we're a dying breed. Yeah, but <laughs> we're not talking racists.
0: <laughs> yeah, you
2: don't want actual racists.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll just go <laughs> to another <laughs> mental asylum. Wait, no,
2: no, no. Let me rephrase this. You don't want actual <laughs> racists. Just. A little bit racist <laughs> but
1: Not actually a racist hint,
0: Like you season your food bring <laughs> a
1: Fucking hell It's hard to <laughs> no, find people Who have yeah. been abused In their lives So mm-hmm. thanks for being no, here No
0: but What I want to say is Shout out to Christian here Who's been editing Our bullshit now For how many episodes Like a Christian lot.
1: officially Has the title of producer Beautiful yeah. producer He's beautiful <laughs> sexy, he's sexy producer We appreciate you Bert. Unfortunately no, He's thank you. So uh, anyone ladies. having
2: any Complaints about the sound That's my fault Yeah so christian's poor production mm. I fucked it up the what what really struck me when I left home uh I was nineteen years old right after boot camp um I left home and I was in a flat chair and there was a bit of um there was a bit of a cook off situation going on, so we for the first month i say uh we really wanted to impress each other about how well we were cooking and all we could do was um it was basically chicken salad
3: you
2: <laughs> 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 can make the best you chicken know salad with a chicken salad chicken salad, and uh we started to make our own pizza, which is probably the most stupid thing to do because that gets delivered since like the nineteen fifties mm. um and it, it was it was only later when I realized that if I want to have a girlfriend. I have to start cooking right. It kind of came to, to to my mind. I started, like similar to you, Dean, I started to have like <laughs> meals that I would cook so I could seduce in a way. Having said that though, it never... It never really worked. You like fondue.
1: <laughs> you like Swiss cheese with holes in it. Uh?
2: I went full Jamie. I have to admit this. I went. Put full your,
1: wait, dude, did you ever put your penis through like a cheese hole and you're, like, oh, you like? come on, dude. To... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, come on, dude? This is Nobody, when? nobody is fucking. Fuck off! This is Switzerland. <laughs> there has been multiple no, dude, cases where ge- someone's put their dick through a cheese hole to be eaten off of. Cheese is salty, dude. Am I is it just me that's thinking there's a Swiss man out there who loves Dean, putting have cheese put, on have his penis? If you put your dick through cheese. No I've never done that.
3: Okay. I put it in a hot dog. No, I don't do a you,
1: watermelon uh, <laughs> Dean, are
3: you are you
0: type of, are you the type of guy that would try to stick uh, your dick through grill?
1: No, listen. <laughs> some, some hot cheese, I'll force it through. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm.
2: Uh, This is why he has a broken dick. (laughs) This is it.
0: It explains everything. Stop fucking the cheese, Dean.
1: If 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 food ever gets sexual for me, it's got something to do with strawberries and Nutella. You're such a basic bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, man. Say oysters. Come
2: on. At least say oysters. Oh damn yeah always call me a basic
0: bitch but, but you don't make fondue isn't Fuck that off, isn't the highest level that you eat sushi off a woman's body that's like the isn't that i've seen that in i don't find movies. that sexy you work in a
1: bank tell us how often that happens bro i've never i've never done it you've seen it though i've seen it in movies uh.
2: no seriously never never seen it i think this is disgusting it's unsanitary
1: um well, your sex life should I, be fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but let's get back on track. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I separate my
1: fishes.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my oh, god! <laughs> We're
1: I'm feeling bad <laughs> at this point. Like, Harry's uh, like not used to us making listen, sexual there's references. One, there's
0: one area that I don't like to do is shaming women, like on especially on genitalia, genitalial things. What? what I seriously you? don't. Have you heard me shame a woman? You, I've heard you shame everybody. I don't shame. I talk your shit. your ex-wife. I haven't shamed her publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Actually, cooking-wise, she taught me quite a lot. I got to say, like, I mean, nothing is ever black and white. Though. Okay, who
2: was your biggest inspiration then, Dean, when you started cooking? Uh, did, I mentioned Jamie. You mentioned Jamie. Did, did, you, did you have, uh, like, an inspiration that got you cooking?
1: Um, survival. Just hunger. That Just was a, pure hunger. Pure hunger was a good inspiration to kickstart my cooking career. Okay, during as my student life, I did have to experiment a lot and learn a lot about su- sustaining my own lifestyle. And I regretfully found this thing called a chicken waffle. <laughs> what does that mean? Now, it was a brand of kind of like processed chicken. And they, they kind of compressed <laughs> it into the square little thing with holes in it. It looked like a waffle, but it was chicken. You could put it in your toaster for like five minutes and it was cooked. Are you fucking kidding me? I lived off of this <laughs> shit for years. Oh, I would my do this. God. I'd get some bread. I'd put some avocado. He a little actually, bit of mayonnaise. Now a the whole of, gangliness of his legs. He perfect chicken. Then I'd put some tomato there. And then I'd cook this like chicken waffle and just slap it on. So you're fifty
0: percent chicken waffle basically, your body. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was during <laughs> a peak worth time. Listen, I'm I'm literally about three heads taller than both of you. The milk <laughs> the milk and the chicken waffles, all those hormones combined, I'm a fucking I'm like one of those you're a machine. shoulders. This is so why soldiers. now you think that you're faster than me. I am faster than you. And when a zombie apocalypse happens, you go. You guys are fucking <laughs> dead. I'll be screaming chicken waffles and just running off into the sunset while you guys get eaten. We'll just hear Dean running and and go. I can to run with my fondue legs. Yeah, you're gonna be like, I can't run anymore. I'm congested. The zombies will stop eating you halfway. And we're like, what the fuck is this? My
2: my girlfriend. My girlfriend is my girlfriend is half Thai, half Cambodian. And I introduced her to the concept of summer fondue, and then she that?
1: didn't have it. Has she got
2: the enzymes? Uh not really. But, but um, fondue is is not causing any issues on the enzyme part, so it doesn't have the what, what's that um the lactose intolerant bullshit doesn't apply to fondue because it's it's a uh, ancient cheese. So uh, the older the cheese gets, there is no lactose in it anymore. What it does. It
1: fucks with your brain though. Oh, did I just blow your minds a little bit? A little bit. I thought the I thought all cheese had holes in it and I thought it all
2: <laughs>
3: No, so
1: lactose
2: lactose is only in fresh cheese. It dissipates over time. So the
1: older the cheese, the less lactose. So like the older the cheese gets, the less of a harder. It sounds like Harry right now.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna go with a dick comparison?
1: I was, you? I was trying
0: my dick is w- the working dick here anyway in never <laughs> forget <laughs> Mo- moving on <laughs> moving on so i
2: introduced her to uh summer fondue and and she was she was just staring at me and she she said like but fondue for you guys is like a once in a year thing right and i was super no. confused about that question i was like no how often do you eat it whenever i can <laughs>
3: What?
2: Uh, did you see how fat I am? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, fondue Fondue is a food that you can do on the rack, but it's not something on that you have rate. daily. But what,
0: what is summer fondue? Is it? Summer
2: fondue. Okay, this is how it works. Oh, Because you only do it in winter, right? That's what people say. Yeah. Um, but if you're real Swiss. If you're real Swiss, you have fondue in summer as well. It's really nice. Um, the only thing you differ to the original recipe, you add sparkling wine.
1: Ah, so ah, like gets okay. a bit more fluffy this makes fondue this makes sense now mm. you're trying to get fucked up on fondue it's just another excuse to drink no but you have to put wine into the fondue yeah and then you get fucked up on it I'm,
0: I'm loving
2: our middle class and uh, if that podcast. doesn't work in autumn
0: you have the autumn fondue where you add roofies
1: <laughs> 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 no you can <laughs> add you, you can add apple wine is I said bit. date rape earlier we gotta edit that out <laughs> but this can stay I don't fucking understand. Actually, now you have I, to keep it in because it's a throwback. I, uh, can we go
0: on a, a side here, complete side, nothing to the food? I was reading this book today uh, called Leaders, I think that's what it's called, and it had this story about Coco Chanel, and <laughs> and it <laughs> it's how Coco Chanel, Chanel Number Five, the perfume. So you mean
1: Cuckoo Chanel?
0: No, Coco Chanel, the famous <laughs> French dude. Stay on point.
1: I'm a working class man.
0: We got the high class Christian. You know what Chanel number five is. Uh, perfume. perfume. Yeah. I've so, Coco it. Chanel, she's famous for many things in clothing, <laughs> the little black dress, and this kind of stuff. She's an icon for many women nowadays. And she uh, caused a revolution in perfume with Chanel number five. Shut up, Dean. He's <laughs> stick your mic in <laughs> down your. Cuckoo pants. Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> Cuckoo Chanel. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, the story is is that she went. To, there was a in France a famous socialite party, uh, and she she would use this to launch products. And when she launched Chanel Number no. Five, what they did is they sat at this table and just sprayed the perfume in the air, and women would come by because it smelled unlike. At this point, people were were using like peach perfume, and she came. Oh, damn. And the the goal of of Chanel Number no. Five was. Uh, a perfume that smells feminine the way a woman would smell, which is that was the tagline. And so she's spraying this in the air, and then she was spraying this on women. Pussy juice. It, basically, yeah. It was a hint of pussy in Chanel Number no. 5. This is why Harry knows
1: so much about but it. But
0: she'd spray, I just read about this today, she'd spray it on the women going past who would then like be wandering around, carrying the smell around the room, and getting the interest from men and blah, 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 which is how she launched this product. She launched it, and basically what I realized is that Coco Chanel actually basically roofied
2: everyone at that event. Even worse than that, she's the creator of Axe, Link's Body Spray. Seriously? No, if you think about it. So this is what Link's Body Spray or Axe is all about in their advertising, is yeah. you spray it on and you get laid. It's just the female version is Coco Chanel number five it's Chanel number five, sorry. And our version is Lynx Africa. Uh, <laughs> oh, Fuck it hell. Did did you have that shit? Lynx
1: Yeah, the Axe thing was huge. Um <laughs> Did you call it Lynx or Axe? We've we done axe. we've
0: done the thing, Lynx Axe thing on a previous episode. Yeah we did actually. But the but but you make an interesting point because actually it's where is the line on this because if you if there's a smell that can make people want to have sex with you and there's a drug that can make people want to have sex with you like isn't that's a spectrum right there like imagine probably we all generally think that you spray yourself with a smell and people just want to have sex with you is is probably bullshit but then you have apparently a drug i don't know I even know what it is but the the, the 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 name is roofies, where you fuck people's head up.
2: Uh, I'm feeling like we should edit this whole sequence. Uh, right now.
1: <laughs> I don't know where Harry's coming from. Let me let me no, bring it, it, it back to two. Like, let me bring it's it back. Like
0: it's acceptable to spray yourself with a product that claims anyone who smells it will want
1: to sleep with you. That's but actually it's all marketing bullshit. I think the science behind work. it is that like I was in a science factory. Words, work would we Harry's ban? cutting me off straight up, just like that. Thanks, Harry. Let me, let me explain this to you. Okay, okay. So there's four different categories of pheromones that everyone has. And apparently you're only attracted to one that is similar to your own. So there's people you'll find attractive, but apparently smell is like the number one thing that kind of triggers these attraction things off for you. And apparently there's only four at the base element, right? So like we all have our own individual scent. And the people that you've probably dated before – if you measure those, you'll find that they link up like 90% of the time. Oh, sorry. I do have a pattern.
3: <laughs> yeah, exa- That's what yeah you're exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. They mean, all the, smell like kimchi. <laughs> mean,
0: I mean, actually, I've, many women I've talked to say like the the deal breaker is
1: smell when they smell your skin. So, Oh, you, I've heard that
2: plenty of times. If, yeah. if you want to. I
1: think, guys. So like for me, I have this deodorant called Mitchum and you can't get it here. Mitchum. Right. <laughs> It's called Mitchum. It's amazing. I don't stink because of the stuff. Is it from Safa? It's a South African thing. I don't know where it's originally from, but they don't sell it here because I think it's got like too much aluminum or mercury in it. Something dangerous. Do you know who Swiss Robert Mitchum is? I don't... Wait, but hold on, Harry. The thing is, when I wear the stuff and I do... I like, I don't shower for a couple of days, later, I start to smell bad. It smells exactly like curry. Like, I, I smell my armpit and it smells <laughs> like curry. <laughs> Uh, and this is why Indian women are very attracted to <laughs> it. Yeah, this is how you get a your whole Asian thing working. You start yeah. with India
2: and you go further east. <laughs> okay, so, um, Dean, you have dated uh, Asian girls before as well. Um, have what? you ever asked if... Um, about how we stink as white people because this is something that I've heard oh my god
1: yes oh
2: my god this is interesting reverse racism is fucking great
1: okay so when you say I've dated Asian girls there was one girl that I was in a long term relationship fair enough she was half Korean and the entire family did not stink ever they did not smell so this white body that came into the house I stank they said I stank and I was like I smell fine did they tell you what you smelled off? No, they didn't. But th- let me tell you what happened. It's, it used to be a bit that I don't do anymore. But I'm not gonna do the bit. But I'll tell you the story. Um, so I was I would go and stay over at their house, and sometimes I'd leave clothes there to get washed. Like her mom, she lived with her mom still, so mom would do some do my washing for me. It was amazing. She was great. I'm grateful for that. But she separated my washing from the rest of the family washing. Oh shit! Because she said I stink. She said I smell bad, but I was like, you guys don't smell at all. Like, this is normal. Like, you guys don't sweat. It's fucking weird. But well, you go at least two days without showering. No, I'm always like, okay, listen, I'm a clean guy. I wear Mitchum so I don't smell. <laughs> but according to Asian people, white people stink. Yeah, but there's being actually clean and then there's spraying. Do you want to smell me now, Harry? <laughs> Jesus. I do not stink ever. No. Like, I'm very self-conscious Harry, about
2: I, I have to defend Dean here for a bit because I've heard the same story. But,
1: exactly. But, it's not just me, man. But
0: actually, but it's interesting because I was, <laughs> because apparently this is when the first Portuguese missionaries went to Japan, they were called barbarians and the, the, the Japanese regarded them as barbarians because they stank.
1: Yeah, of course. Because so Asian people don't smell bad. Yeah, That's Europeans amazing.
0: were
2: like into having a bath once a month at that point.
0: And but even no, if but they it, don't, it's,
1: it n-
2: it's not today because... Um, the, The thing that I've heard, and I think it has been said by other people too, um, is uh, we apparently stink like rotten milk, sour uh, sour milk. So this this is goes back to Harry's tinfoil hat. I can tell you this. Back to
1: Harry's tinfoil hat. I got another one like this. Um, There was a Japanese uh, serial killer, but he was a cannibal, and he enjoyed killing and eating people. He's still free to this day in Japan. Oh, I know about this guy. He's a celebrity. Exactly. Apparently, according to cannibals, western people taste way worse than asian people cuz we have more sodium in our diet than asian people. Oh. So they would rather eat With so all much. the fucking uh soy sauce? Yeah, salt is it's like it's a different thing. Soy sauce is not okay. salt, salt. So if you're going to
0: make a like a human factory farm. If you
1: want to gonna... cook someone to impress your dates, I don't know, maybe you're Hannibal Lecter. Just make sure you cook find an Asian, an Asian person. <laughs> oh my god. Cooking. <laughs> it'll taste better. We're so gonna get You canceled. won't have to clean it before you cook it. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Yeah, you don't have to wash it. If it's
1: a cannibal had to eat me, he'd have to fucking bath me in, in <laughs> dental first. Get rid of the curry smell. Or maybe so it'll add flavor. I don't know. <laughs> I, I
2: I grew up super European that way. I've I've basically consumed most organs that are available. Because, like, I mean, in French cuisine, they do kidney and liver and all that sort of stuff. And in Switzerland, we do the cow stomach. and. What about the brains? Brain is disgusting, but we cook it too. And um, it's usually in sausage. Um,
0: Can I just go... There there I disagree with you, because, okay, it all ended with mad cow disease. You stopped eating brains. But when I was a kid, my mom used to make... uh, My mom, my grandmother used to... Cook brains and pudding. She'd do it in a kind of a stew. It was like a milky sauce. And as a kid, I loved it. I used to call it sweet meats, and because it was, it was oh sweetish. I, I I just <laughs> threw up. And a the little. meat of Sounds the brain gross. is just like melts in your mouth because you didn't you because it's mush. Chew. Yeah, exactly. But it still had texture and all that stuff. What's the, I okay, loved it So
1: then, time. so this is one of the weirdest things they made. In England, (coughs) brain, sweetmeat brain. I mean, it's like the
0: French cooking. I mean, they do like the French cook the whole animal. Like, have you ever had the thing where you have in France where you eat out of a bone? You eat the marrow with salt. Mm. You do that here too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: What's the weirdest thing they cook here?
2: There's a thing called um, uh, pig snout. Okay. And tongue.
1: So you pig, ma- pig snout and tongue?
2: Yeah. Would you do, like make crackling out of it or something? No, no. So pig snout is roasted. Yeah. And then you literally just you cut around uh, the holes. Yeah, so Yeah, you have that. Why are the holes? Well, it, it, it's basically the snout. It's the nose, you right? Mean, so it's pig nose. You around the holes. You, you, you basically scrape off the meat because it's kind of like bony or whatever.
1: So, so you're left with like two like dried looking nipple things. Yeah. At the end of it, yeah, know. and Jim, and, uh, and tongue,
2: tongue is is a big one. Uh, oh, and oxtail, of course, but but you know that Harry, oxtail soup, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is a big one. Uh, but yeah, tongue, tongue is kind of um, it has become a del- delicacy now. It used to be uh, poor people' food.
0: Yeah, that was. This is a nice example for Dean's moaning earlier. There are a lot of poor. This is another poor people's food that's been elevated to luxury.
1: What's that? But Tom. have you guys,
0: you guys know Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the Temple of Doom? Yeah. Did do you ever see that? Yeah. That whole thing, there's a scene where they're eating monkey brain. Oh, so I remember that scene. They actually made that scene nice for the movie because the real thing, the real shit is what they do. And the you monkey is still alive. Yeah. So they take a, a monkey, they drug it, and they have it poking through the table they take a thing and cut round the skull and you just lift the top off the monkey's head but it's still alive and then you eat its brain while it's alive so it's gradually shutting down like like when you have to reboot your
2: laptop there's also the same thing with fish in um the forbidden city in beijing where they fry the fish but tail only Oh, so seen, the uh, fish is still alive when beach. it gets on your
0: table. Yep, I've seen sashimi. There's a you go s- look at sashimi videos on YouTube. That is a fucking horror. The frogs and fish. There's there's things where they basically they they half boil this thing, so it's half dead but it's still half awake. There's one where they the t- heart is still beating. That's they still take there's a frog. There's a picture of a frog. They've chopped it up, so you're picking bits off its body. And the frog is blinking while you're eating it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> some, some fucked up shit. And what's there's a, what's a there's weirdest another one with a fish where its mouth is still yep. opening and shutting while you're picking bits off its
2: body. <laughs> what's the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten, Dean?
1: Um, did I, I told you guys about the story about the smiley at school when you open up the dustbin. Yeah? I, I told you that one. What? Did I ever mention that story? I, know, I haven't. I can't remember. I'm now not sure anymore. Okay, so like the the, the Zulu culture is that when they have a wedding or a funeral, um, they would sacrifice a goat generally or like a sheep, right? Um, And then they would kind of, the the head is a delicacy as well. Mm -hmm. But often friends of mine from school would bring kind of like the day leftover head of the sheep to school to share with their friends, right? Uh So like this guy would like kind of whip out a sheep's head during break. And everyone would kind of just, like, start picking off the fucking sheep's face. And then, like, the eyes were really And David good. Attenborough is watching and just like, and the these are the hyenas. Dude, honestly. And then, like, they would throw the skeleton away in the dustbin. So, like, you'd be walking around school and you'd open up a dustbin and there'd be a sheep's head in there. <laughs> but they call it a smiley. And the reason they call it a smiley is that when you cook it, the, the, the muscles tighten. So it looks like the oh. sheep is smiling. You know, like the it's like, <laughs> so you sheep. open it up, and it's just this fucking deadhead sheep sitting there, and looking at you, smiling.
0: Like Again, yeah, exactly. The also the eyelid rolled back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. That is great. That is. Uh, and then I had um I had frogs legs broth in China. I ordered this thing off the menu, and it, it was like live frogs legs in this broth. It tasted like snot. Like oh. it was a bowl of snot with like frogs legs in it. I just could not fucking eat it. And then another thing they do in China is they have uh, raw chicken feet. So you could just... Raw? They, like, they even vacuum seal it in this little packet. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you have to like, miss a snack? You know when you hold up your it's hand just like in a claw shape? Like that's what it looks like in the packet.
0: You that's, can get these down in Gemini. <laughs> I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I remember I was section. on the Great Wall of China. I'm kidding. I was on the Great Wall of China and there's this little old lady sitting there selling these like hard chicken feet. And the, they taste like cartilage. Like crunchy. Okay. They, they love a bit of cartilage.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a big thing. Even in chicken. Like like I would avoid eating cartilage. Yeah. And then, yeah, but my, my Asian friends would dig right in.
1: Yeah. I, friend of mine was, I was asking a friend of mine there. Uh, her, her name's Lucy. She lives in China. She is Chinese. And she was telling me about the culture around cooking for Chinese people. And like if they can see it alive and then die and then eaten like in the same space so like i order a chicken and preferably i want to see it killed and brought to me that because it's considered fresh. fresh yeah 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 so that's the the strange thing there. Yeah,
0: but people like like basically modern forms of cleaning things like chlorine washed chicken have solved all this stuff
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just trolling it but then also like there was a uh, street vendors who would like sell these like sticks of meat You know, you have no idea where they came from. So I'm sure I've eaten all sorts of shit. I have, I have eaten plenty of that stuff in Mm. in Thailand and all these sort of places.
2: Wow, Harry,
0: what's the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? I'm trying to think for something. I don't think I've eaten that weird. The only thing I can say is when I've had things where other people were grossing out, like I can switch off part of my brain and commit. I'm not sure I could eat the brain of a living monkey. That would that would be too much. But No, that would fuck with my brain. I guess the the only <laughs> thing the, the yeah is the the brains my grandmother used to give me. We used to have that a lot like once a month until mad
2: cow disease came along. So the, for me that was liver. Once mad cow disease came around, um we were no longer served liver. Okay. And liver yeah, was but liver
0: th- was always gross. It's like,
2: "Ugh, no, it's delicious." okay that's
0: it well at, at least the recipes I it was
2: uh, fried in butter oh mm.
0: okay you made it nice i just because <laughs> by default liver is gross it's just super bitter
2: I I, I loved it as a child. I remember really missing it. And then mom was like, no, cows are weird now, so we're no longer having it. (laughs) (laughs) That was her explanation.
0: We're going to have to go to a restaurant after this. I'm getting really fucking hungry. hungry. Um, So can I throw in a recipe? This is one of my favorite recipes. Go on. Just to get on track. So, I mean, the background on this, the biggest inspirations, I think, for for me cooking-wise in my life were the ladies that I spent a long time with. And this is gonna get. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking how I'm gonna navigate this. The mother of my kids, uh, she, she, she had a rule: every meal has something fresh with it, which was actually fucking right. So, and I keep that up mostly today. Like, there's always salad with food, uh, but also she brought Persian influences, and that brought my favorite meal. And then after that, I was in a relationship with a uh, a food influencer. And that's, we made good food sometimes and then also. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I became the guinea pig for various recipes being tested. And I have
2: kind of a bit of a. Did you eat a lot of avocado during that time?
0: Uh, Yeah. <laughs> and, and other things. Like, and it, it was whatever was trending in like the foodie. Yeah, is some space.
2: seeds that are imported from like South America or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean all those food porn pictures.
0: It, 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 what all goes? Fake, right? yeah, well, they're not exactly right. fake, but they're set up. So, you know, it's like you've got you've got different levels to it because you've got you got one thing is like the food is cooked and it's ready to eat, and then there's this half an hour period before you actually get to eat it while well, you have to set up a table and position the food and there's a lot of pictures taken and now you can finally eat it. and so then
2: the, the food is cold by the point.
1: It's Star. lukewarm.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> like oh, I could have enjoyed this more half an hour ago. Did uh, she get mad at you and when you
1: try to dive in immediately?
0: You're ready to eat. No, you... I mean, you you kind of like you have to respect that. you oh. develop this this food influence of patience where you just say like, okay fuck I don't get to eat that now. <laughs> and and there was like special plates and cloths and stuff to get the right background um, and and the, we weren't actually eating off those they were just for the pictures and then and then the the but the thing that I was a bit resentful of is is it was often like food experiments like what happens if we eat something which is entirely made of garlic <laughs> like i mean i mean exaggerating now but it was like let's add something to your diet like like oh look what amazing things you can do with brussels no, sprouts but
2: wait 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 this is something that annoys me about food as well is when people start deliberately controlling their intake about certain things like i i get diets i totally well no clearly I don't <laughs> I'm, I'm fat and stuff but I'm
1: <laughs> you're cute dude stop it he's
2: a, he's a cute level of fatness he's like
3: um, you're fat
2: in all the right
3: places
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs>
2: I'm cuddly you dick <laughs> oh yeah all it's the true. gay men listening fat this dick. is some good shit <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm just really cuddly anyway so the um the thing about like I I have to stay away from something I start to crave that even more it fucking annoys me. And then you start reintroducing foods. And I know, th- I know that works for like working out and doing that sort of stuff. But I, I just like food too much. I, I, when you asked before, do I consider myself a foodie? I, I find that super pretentious. I just like to fucking eat. Like I, mean, I really, really enjoy eating. I've seen some of the pictures of what you're eating via, via your lady because
0: she <laughs> posts them all as stories. On I was account. waiting for that. <laughs> and and what I've learned, we had a conversation about this, is I have to look at the hands involved with cooking, like, because like some of the stuff, I'm like, this doesn't look like Asian food. And wait, she uh, is writing off your great no, cooking skills. No, 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 she no. totally is. Like half of those stories was actually something you cooked that she put on her Instagram. Account.
2: Whenever it's not Asian, it's most likely me.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But but the thing the thing about living with a food influencer is it's more the food experiments because it, like take Brussels sprouts for example. So, I mean, I've got a bit of a sensitive stomach. It's not that I love food, but certain things will 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 tip me off, and then will disagree with you exactly. And when you eat, for example, like like Brussels sprouts in maple syrup, that sounds and with a bit of like. Alpine salt sprinkled on top and some rosemary. Mm. Sounds kinda nice. And it tastes good. And then you spend the next twenty-four hours processing that shit. And you're like, why the fuck did I just eat this shit? My like doing violent shits on the (laughs) No, it's more like Brussels sprouts are famous for causing wind. So you've got like stomach cramps for the next 24 hours.
2: This is why they're served at Christmas in the comfort of your home with your family yeah, exactly. you're just farting in you're front of your mom gas and
0: <laughs> oxygen <laughs> levels are dropping that's how the family can tolerate yeah each yeah other, like...
2: it's that and gin <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just
0: massive levels of 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 hallucination and
2: we we're all we're all getting super uh hung, right. hungry now um, let, let me throw in a recipe so this is this is one of my favorite
0: things to cook this was inspired by, there's two recipes I mention. One is, uh, so this is like a lamb and apple koresh, I think it's called. So it comes from Iran. It's a Persian dish. And basically what you do is you you, you get some lamb. You Ideally, you get lamb from one, not from a supermarket. You get lamb from like a Turkish dude if you're in Zurich because it needs a lot of fat on it. You chop that shit up. You have apples, that's the other part. Then you get onions, and uh, and it's a lot of olive oil. So you, 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 f- you first fry the apples in oil uh, until they're brown on each side, but not burnt, take them out so they're still a bit crispy. Then you take the lamb, you take onions, you take cinnamon. You cover that lamb in cinnamon. You take a lot of olive oil. Fry that shit up uh, somewhere in this. I need to move, yeah. Somewhere in this, saffron gets involved. Yes, that point, as the things are starting to burn, you've got saffron water ready. You pour that in, it should cover all the lamb, but not be too high.
2: Okay, be- before you continue, what kind of kitchen do you own that maintains the cooking of a whole lamb? Not, not a whole lamb, no. <laughs> You just need We're a, are in Zurich. Like <laughs> our kitchens are fucking tiny, man.
0: Uh, my point is, like, in the soup, no, I'm not I'm not a whole lamb. Sorry, I explained A that leg way. or something? Uh, not even a leg. I I can't be really asked to like like chop lamb off a leg. I've done it once in desperation on a time limit. Um, but basically, you you get yeah, probably you need a leg of lamb actually, or you get a piece of lamb with a layer of fat on it, and you can only get that from like the kind of Turkish places. Because in the supermarket we're obsessed that fat is evil so you'll only get like the red part of the lamb. You get like a lamb steak. Which you can do this with but it's better with all the fat. Alright. So you fry that shit up. You throw in the saffron. uh, Let that let that run around a bit. Throw the apples back in. uh, Fry it all up. Then you put it in the oven. uh, And you roast it slow. And if you've got a lot of fat that's when it becomes perfect you throw when you put it i put it in like a casserole dish uh the key thing there is you throw in uh pomegranate pomegranate yeah uh cranberries will also do a bit of sour yeah you need something sour exactly yeah and then you let that thing slow bake for ideally at least four hours and meantime, you've got some saffron rice ready, and then you got a great dish right there. And that, and um, so the ideal is that when you finally get to eat the lamb, it just, it, like it, 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 just crumbles in your mouth, like it, it touches your tongue and melts. And you've never
1: cooked for a woman before. I've cooked with women. Do you I've ever sprinkle salt like Salt bay? You know how Salt bay <laughs> <it is. laughs> What it was Harry Fox.
3: Oh, going crumble in your.
1: <laughs> I
2: haven't I, haven't like I d- uh, my my recipe is going to be um equally elaborate. You take um two slices of toast. Um you put them in the toaster. You <laughs> put some butter on it. <laughs> some Vegemite. Hey. Two. Two Oh, you're hitting me. Two slices two slices of cheddar cheese. Oh put my god. Put that together. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Put that together. Then put it into um, an egg. Like, you, you, you smash an egg. Find one. And you mm. smash an egg, slap it in there, and then put it into the frying pan. And then fry it from both ends. And here's your eggy Vegemite sandwich. Is that Vegemite is like Bovril?
1: Uh,
2: yeah, it's, it's a similar. No, it's Marmite. Marmite. Marmite is made of meat. Vegemite is not made of Ugh.
3: meat. I and remember...
0: bovril's is made of meat as well. But Marmite... Marmite... Yeah, Vegemite is uniquely Australian. Marmite is... Like uh, cilantro, like uh, coriander, it splits the world in two. Yeah, this thing, that thing Christian just described fucking works. Like if you can eat Vegemite or Marmite, because I had a long period of this boarding school I was at where I lived off uh, cheddar cheese with Marmite sandwiches. Yes, oh it's God. delicious. Unfortunately, gluten came and fucked that up for me. But I actually came back to, oh yeah, Marmite
2: has gluten. No, Vegemite doesn't. Might be, oh. You might be, you might be
1: on board with that. I was, uh, I was put into crash like as a young kid because I had a working parents. Yeah, so I, just, I understand that. They, they so just they just threw you with, you They, th- they yeah. threw
0: you in with some random adults to see what would happen to you. No, no, they would like we had
1: nursery schools where all the kids with parents that didn't love them were all kept together mm. during the day. All the kids with issues, kid. all the abandoned kids, uh, and we What's were given. Endless amounts of fucking Bovril or Marmite on bread. Bovril. bovril. Why did you ha- guys have Bovril? Uh. That's Swiss. Bovril's kind of dying down
2: now. Does ah. anyone eat Bovril anymore. Actually, big one. No, Cenevis is the Swiss one. Um, Aromat. You mentioned it before. Yeah. South Africans think it's South African.
1: We do, kind of.
2: It's Swiss. I know it's Swiss. I'm splitting your brain in this one.
1: No a little bit i've already kind of gone through this with someone uh yeah we we had Aramat a bunch but like it's not a cultural thing it's like i know you guys would you if if, if someone threatened your Aramat supply you would start world war three we that. we bring it on holidays yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you it's can't fucking wild <laughs> i've I've been at work and there's like, most people put Aramat on raw eggs I'm like, yeah yeah, yeah.
2: aromat yeah, on raw eggs that's exactly what you do
1: okay yeah, on, guys on easter
2: anyone who is non-Swiss who needs to hit
0: on a Swiss woman on holiday that is your opening line just walk up and say do you have some Aromat (laughs) (laughs) that is gonna kill you're gonna get into her kitchen
2: there's one other nation that has something similar and that's Australians and it's called chicken salt Uh, (laughs) chicken salt chicken salt it's shout out Australia shout out Australia so chicken salt um they put it on chips like on um what is it? French fries. It's like dry, it's chicken. basically salt with dried chicken and flavoring. Oh,
0: but wow. this is actually this is interesting because like, like as a kid, I spent a lot of time in Germany and aromats everywhere there. So you're saying that aromat was a Swiss export?
2: Well, it it was technically,
0: but
1: um, you, you now it it's part Germans.
2: of it's part of Nestle, if I'm not mistaken. So, so right.
1: that and landmines. Like a large Swiss. Yeah, export. we were pretty good at exporting
2: um Stuff that kills people. Nice. And Aromat does too because it has shit tons of MSG, motherfuckers. Ayy.
0: Luckily for me, it has wheat as well, so I stay the fuck away <laughs> from it. Gluten intolerant. Oh, you. You're my gluten intolerant fu- uh Harry, Harry. Shout out. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I got the real um, thing, Celia. I don't think we are a retirement village listeners
2: celiac are disease. up in the numbers yet. you're not going to make it to retirement village maybe you should start watching these actually movies.
0: can i just go on a tangent i gotta thank the australians the australians are the people that that fix celiac disease which is what i have so this gluten intolerance is just the hipsters i have the real thing and it was actually a lab in australia that actually figured out that large numbers of people have this problem and and thanks to Australia, gluten is on the world map of it's up there with lactose. So
1: do you get tablets for it or something?
0: No, no. You just, uh, you, just you just avoid, avoid it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in I mean for supermarkets there's gluten free bread. There's all kinds of I mean most of this stuff just sucks the joy out of your mouth, but yeah, <laughs> you get gluten free flour, you it's get It's very descriptive.
3: Um okay, like let's let's r- r- like go
2: let's wrap it up here. Um Okay, so
0: wait, wait. I feel we didn't
2: come to a climax.
0: Did no, we have a climax.
2: We, we didn't come to a climax. What, okay, can I throw, throw in, in a question? A
0: climax. Question. What is the greatest meal that you ever ate, Christian?
2: I
1: got a better question. I can one up this. Go on then. You ready? What would your last meal be? Oh yeah. You're in prison on death row. You can order one last fucking thing. Do not say fondue. I'll be so fucking mad.
2: No. You. So I have. I've actually had some thoughts about this which makes it worse I guess. <laughs> I'm thinking of myself on death row. What is um, it? I want to have the food that puts the most annoyance on everyone that has or to deliver like the a, food.
1: An imported lobster. Yeah. From Yeah, yeah. I just want
2: I just want to fuck with everyone. Some yeah. some quinoa I've learned. Like. I, <laughs> w- I want I <laughs> want five people to prepare the food. Yeah. And it's uh, be seven seven guards have to deliver it to the <laughs> thing because it's super complicated otherwise.
1: Yeah. And it has to be served like at a specific time. Yeah.
2: And in an order as well. Yeah. So it will be like seven courses, something yeah. like that. Just to yeah. fuck with them. Yeah. Like to properly fuck with them. Yeah. 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 So you're assuming
0: that you were innocent basically on death row. You're righteous. No. He's no, just that has nothing to do he's with that. His <laughs> last little <laughs> okay. stick in there. Well, yeah. Are you drinking what? Dom Perignon or something?
1: Oh, a flaming uh, m- Lamborghini. It has to d- be d- Dom
2: Perignon wouldn't even be that important. I mean, it, it's more about being an annoyance. Oh, and something that makes me shit heaps. Because then when when <laughs> when, 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 when you get electrocuted, yeah, when I get electrocuted, up it's all it's everywhere. Uh, something that really flushes everything out, like some uh, massive curry with a lot of like spices funny. in it. And then it just it, it it just flows down my legs Ew. and I know that they have to pick me up and there's this poor motherfucker that has to pick my legs <laughs> and it would run out of the trousers into the socks. That's what I want. <laughs> oh Your last God. meal is purely to fuck up somebody's day. One hundred percent. So be, what
1: would you eat then?
2: What would I eat? Yeah, what would what would it be? Um so it would be um I would probably call it the Tour de Monde. I would I would I would start in France. And then go to (laughs) go to Italy for like like a salad or something like you know a caprese. And then <laughs> um, I go to India, and there I have the big one. So like there, there is like all and dead just gonna fucking Just go sheep. to the Walmart and get that. <laughs> yeah. <she did. laughs> and dessert, dessert is Ben and Jerry's, and, and it's just like a horrible tub <laughs> and a lit <limp> chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta throw <laughs> in some. Yeah. Look yeah. at yeah. that laugh. It's like fucking so evil. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know exactly that the guy that would have to pick my legs would be named Brian, and he's uh, he's already the bullied guy at the fucking prison. Uh, anyway uh, so. he's the shit picker <laughs> did you did you ever see that that
0: uh last week tonight the john oliver show shout out to john oliver i know you're, you're listening like i know listening. he's listening <laughs> um it's harry we, he did, i know you're listening he did he did uh he, he did that thing about uh uh what is it lethal injection have uh-huh. you ever seen that episode
2: i think i have yeah
0: it's i mean because basically europe stopped exporting to america the drug that actually makes you have a peaceful death so yeah. they they basically give you like some sedatives that are good for your tooth method they knock you out or they they make you incapacitated but Listening. you feel massive pain while they give you the lethal drug so you're basically paralyzed and you're you're going through a complete fucking horror show not a good place
3: yeah anyway well, well, harry thank th- you very nice much for that harry yeah
1: thanks for bringing that just, down just bringing that what you wanted the climax for
0: oh shit! I think I think there was once, and I haven't been able to reproduce this in my life. I went to an Argentinian steak restaurant and I had a steak that literally melted in my mouth. It was like I couldn't believe that meat could do this. It was that amazing, so I think I'm going for that, but now actually, I've heard Christian strategy like dragging it out with many courses. There's also a a vegetarian restaurant I went to in Vienna where they had, it was one of these like nouveau cuisine where you have like tiny portions. Oh, God. And I had like six or seven tiny vegan, actually it was, portions. And it stuffed me like nothing else. I couldn't believe it. I was so stuffed after that meal. But I think actually as an English guy, I'm just, I want to, a giant tub of baked beans bangers
1: beans and mash
0: exactly so that when they hit me with when they start to fry there's just a giant methane explosion <laughs>
1: <Fuck> yeah bro
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah really it has to stink, stink motherfucker. Ew. Exactly. Ew. I, I also want to stuff myself so much that I would barf. I don't care <laughs> I, they have to deal with it you're dead Ew. it doesn't matter there's anymore just, there's just stuff coming out yeah of yeah both holes like everywhere all, all three holes, rather, and the pores yes. sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a a bunch of like uh, a bunch of popcorn on top of everything. and They would pop <laughs> out. Of them, uh, just
1: some raw popcorn no. curls.
0: Oh my god! If you ate like a bag of un uncooked processed pop- popcorn <laughs> and they fried you, coming out your mouth. <laughs> I'm
2: popping, motherfuckers! <laughs> oh all my right? god!
0: No, it's and they all freak out because you're like sucking d- 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 and your stomach <laughs> swelling, and then <laughs> b- you're like a microwave. And then they're all <laughs> vomiting massively because there's popcorn, Ew. like, spewing. I out. love this. I just
2: want to fuck with their brains.
1: Go oh, on, boy. Dean. What is your last I'm meal? I'm total opposite you guys. Like, I just want to have a peaceful, nostalgic meal from, like, my childhood so I can eat it and die happy. So you want that? What, what, what did you describe it as? That pulp? That, that, oh, no, no, no. That's not, I, don't want, I want something like my grandmother, my nonna used to make. Just some gnocchi with mince or something. Ooh! Oh yeah! You grew up with an Italian was, grandma. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Quick, quick, she was Swiss. I quick tangent. Yeah, she was Swiss, but her her husband, my grandfather, was Italian. So obviously, she adopted the Italian way of cooking to please him. Patriarchy for the win. Anyway, the best thing she ever cooked, and I can never recreate it to this day, and it's pissed me off. I was I was staying home from school because I was sick, and I was at her house. I was like, I'm hungry, Nona. So she made me a fucking fried egg on a plate. That was it. Just Literally an egg. Literally a fried egg. I love that. And I've never had an egg that was that good in my entire life. I don't know what she did. She sprinkled it with love that only a Nona can give you and butter. I think a ton of butter. And it was just magical. I've never forgotten that egg. So maybe maybe that'll be my last meal. An just egg. An egg the way Nona fried made egg. it. Sunny side up? Sunny side up. It wasn't even overcooked and it was soft and it was just magical. And then I can die peacefully. I'm but so nobody can recreate it. Nobody can recreate it. I'm that. so hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> we That's We're yeah. totally
2: going to a restaurant after this. <laughs> Let's <laughs> wrap this up. So, um,
1: guys, Great. any plucks? Uh, no. Only, only thing is, uh, please text us on fucking Instagram. Send us an email. Ask Harry some questions about conspiracy relationships. We got our two segments: Harry's hot tip and Harry's what's a tinfoil. Tinfoil hat. hat. The uh,
2: XYC Pod at Gmail dot com.
3: Yeah, and uh, I, and I give a shout
0: out to Mike Ledhill for for
1: grooming me with his his four year old AI generated <laughs> photoshops. Um, we do appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I know we have some solid fans who have given me feedback uh, in real life, and we appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm having a blast. Yeah, and
0: let's, let's try and make it interactive. Take this moment, guys. Send us a mail to T H E X Y Z. Fucking Z, P-O-D, <laughs> The X Y Z pod at gmail.com. <laughs> Or here up Dean, we're on also on Instagram. Are we on Facebook? Is anyone actually paying? Not attention? yet. No Facebook. one cares about Facebook. Man. Exactly. Yeah, some people I do. Got their
1: Gen Z data. Don't worry. It's Mike. Totally Mike's on Facebook. No one else is. <laughs> yeah, you, like Fuck. Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, Facebook is friends. totally dead, man. Yeah. It's all uh, dead. What else? Plugs? Are we? We're doing shows mm-hmm. next week. Wednesday is an open air. Oh, that's uh, gonna I be don't nice. know. Is this episode out by next Wednesday? Uh, is is no, it's going to be the week, week two, after. Or okay, four forget, week. forget that whole thing. Forget what I just said. Kentucky Nights, Tuesday, Thursday. Comedy Nights, Zurich. Search for that. Um, Search for English well, stand
2: up. English stand up is coming back in August, not August. July. That'll be about right for this episode. Um, we are coming back in August. It's going to be all announced. We're going to have great guests End actually flying in. Oh my God! Yes, you got
0: foreigners entering yes. the country with their diseases.
2: Yes, exactly. We're gonna get
0: foreigners. We're gonna which go back to coming house. Any which nation are they coming from?
2: Um, he's Portuguese, but he will be flying in from London. Ah, very
1: nice. Cool. And if any people that working at Squarespace that are listening, we would like a sponsor. Yes, <laughs> hashtag Squarespace. Um, <laughs> Squarespace for all your website
2: <laughs> needs. Or if or if also anyone from Nord,
1: is listening,
2: we're i NordVPN and uh, <Meandys. laughs> um, I really want to um, shout out uh, Brooke Linen for their great work that they're
0: doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: and if there's anyone working at Glory Hotels. <laughs> Uh, we will Um,
0: happily do the glory hotels
2: casper mattresses for all your mattress (laughs) needs shout out to lahore that restaurant there. lahore fuck yeah they would never sponsor any white person don't (laughs) fuck (laughs) with those pakistanis man
0: that is is a major city for them do not Uh, turn them into the whore
2: (laughs) um what else that's it thanks guys thanks for listening uh i hope we inspired you to cook some more should we put
0: in some stay safe yeah be safe out there be safe it's the weather's nice now everyone can be happy
2: yeah it's getting better i guess
3: forget
0: your covid lockdown and your massive depression just enjoy some sun sit on a balcony sit on a field of grass
1: and think about your last meal. And listen
0: to us. Listen to Dean's sweet words going into your head. Mm-hmm. Dean, what are your sweet words?
1: Your, your octaves words? are dropping again, Harry. And exactly, it's it's getting horny this again. It's good so good disturbing. Let's I mean, go into ASMR. Dean, what are your last words? I hate listening. I hate everything about
2: this. Thanks, guys. Yeah, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs>